Welcome to another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Cult of Ramble Ratch in the Squatter Studios. But this is a bonus episode, and you know what that means? It's Monday. That's Monday review. We're going to review Canelo Alvarez, his devastating eighth round demolition of former champion Billy Joel Sanders. And of course, we're going to talk about the undercard. But you guys know I don't do this by myself. You guys know I get accompanied by somebody who's going to break this down with me. He's the one, he's the only. Beer in the motherfucking house. Beer. What up? What's going on, buddy? Hey, good, good, man. Man, what a fight week, huh? Fight weekend. This was a fucking great weekend, man. It really was. This weekend was great. I mean, I, I was just fucking hyped. I, even though it wasn't a lot, right. it wasn't promoted the way I, I think a, fi- a, a fight of that magnitude should be promoted. Yeah. It still had a fight weekend type of a of a of appeal to me. Yeah, I think we even said it too on our page that this I love this big fight feel. It felt that. He like you said, even though they didn't promote it as much as they should have, but it did have that feeling. Especially they're having, you know, they brought back the fans. So I think that's what also helped it as well. They, you know, the fans came back. It looked like a, you know, it looked like they was sold out, but of course apparently <laughs> Apparently it was a what? It was uh, what seventy three thousand? Seventy three thousand in Holds attendance. Holds up a hundred, so not really sell out. Which but. I think is the highest attendance right now during COVID in the United States. Yeah, I think the last one. I think uh, I forgot what base, baseball game had almost sixty three thousand or oh, forty thousand people in attendance. Mm-hmm. So this broke the record of uh, of attendance when it came down to uh, um, COVID related mm-hmm. situation. Like right now we're still living in the COVID times. Yeah. So this is uh, was the most. Uh, Crowded arena in Dallas in, in uh, Arlington, Texas. I'm yeah. sorry, that mm-hmm. uh, B Ray. So uh, I know we. I said we we're gonna break down the fight right now. Right now we're watching the fight. So right now, as uh, Canelo's starting to walk down to the ramp, well, he's getting ready as he's being gonna be introduced by Pepe Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I want to do a quick uh, glance of the undercard, and I want to start with a heavyweight <laughs> fight between Frank Sanchez, yes, can we? and Nagi Aguilar. Yep. Um, it was a heavyweight scrap. The fight ended uh, prematurely as uh, Aguilar was complaining of being hit behind the head almost 10 times and that the bullshit ref didn't do nothing. In my opinion, the ref seemed like he just got annoyed with Aguilar and said, you know what? I've had enough. Just fuck it. Let's just call it. Is that my was I only one thing in that, or were you thinking the same? No, I was looking the same way because I love his reaction. Like you said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not I'm not doing this shit. Fight's over. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you're claiming you're claiming foul. Okay, fight is over. Right, fight's over. You're claiming foul. Fight's over. Um, Frank Sanchez, he's part of the Canelo team. You know, he's been training under tutelage of Eddie Reynoso. He didn't look that good. I mean, in the last couple of fights, I think he fought on the I think he fought on the undercard of Canelo versus uh, Al Avin or yeah. Canelo Smith. I'm not too sure. He looked mm-hmm. good. He looked good here. It, it, it was a rough fight. It wasn't. a stylistically the fight didn't look good yeah exactly it didn't look good um the guy this is and this is, i think this is going to be the story of tonight's episode is this guy found an easy way out he wasn't he wasn't having any success against sanchez mm-hmm. and he was just looking for a way out it's almost like he was hoping to get a win by disqualification i guess he was hoping he was, right? get, he was hoping that the guy was gonna get disqualified he was hoping that 
Maybe he had banked enough rounds. Yep. He was hoping it would become a no contest where there was no winner. Mm-hmm. Like something, He was hoping to get out of the fight. And to me, that might be the narrative of tonight's episode of yep. trying to get out of a fight. And to me, I got to try to he blatantly got out of a fight. He didn't get I didn't see anything. We got hit behind the head. He made it seem like it was the worst punch he's ever taken behind the head. Um, it was like watching soccer, you know, it, when was, they watching, fake it. it was literally watching men's soccer, <laughs> you know, where a guy, you know, barely gets tackled down and he make, it was like that episode of family. Guy, I think of Alan, my friend pointed out, it was like uh, a family guy episode. Peter trips, falls, scrapes his, uh, right? scrapes his leg. And he's like, ah, yeah, that's what, kind of, that's what that, that was. Uh, uh, Aguilar didn't get hit behind the head as he, he made it seem he was. He was angry. He fell down through mm-hmm. a through a tantrum. Yeah, he kept hitting me by my head. When he kept the, hitting my head. When the ref didn't believe the tantrum, that's when he turned into a tough guy and was trying to call out the ref for his <laughs> bullshit income, um, for his bullshit for not witnessing or noticing the ten rabbit punches he was taking. Mm-hmm. I didn't count the rabbit punches. Um, I I, I where. I don't think they were blatant rabbit punches. The guy was literally bending down. You know, San- Sanchez is a tall heavyweight. He's pretty yeah. tall. And, of course, if you're bending down, you're going to get hit down there. It wasn't blatant. Keep your head up then. You know, or avoid. They got to change something up. To me, he, again, the fight wasn't pretty. He knew he was losing. He was looking for a way out, and he got his way out, but not the way I think he intended no. to. And we saw the replay, and 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 again, we're not in the guy's body, so it's like it's like we felt what he felt, but just by looking at that replay, it didn't even look not even close, close to a fucking devastating punch to the back of the head. It looked like he got him maybe what so partially in the shoulder. And that's what it looked like to me. It did not look like he really he really got his you know the 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 back of the head. It didn't seem that way. No, to me it didn't seem that way. Either. To the point he reacted, no, I right. look bullshit. It didn't, but it happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we moved to the co-main event, and it was uh, Karen Conway versus Solomon Kosalki. That was my favorite fight. Other than the main event, that was my favorite one. <laughs> no, that that uh, you're getting that one confused. The Conway one was the was the French the French guy for. Was not the co-main event? No, the co-main event was uh, Elwin Soto versus Katsurini Takanayama. So th- I I think that one we. I have no offense to Ken, to Conway or uh, Kisoko. <laughs> we kind of tuned that fight out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I think we were. I think we were too busy trying to find good '80s flashback music to play. We with. were actually yes. <laughs> so we. Didn't, I didn't get a chance to see that fight. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't do a review on that fight because I didn't get a chance to see it. I come um, freaking uh, uh, freaking Kazuki won by decision. Yeah, and this was in the super welterweight division, so. He moves on. He won. I didn't get a chance to see it. I should have watched it today. Um, instead, I ended up watching... Can- Since Saturday night, I think I've seen Canelo versus Saunders three times already. I don't know about you. Uh, twice. Twice. I've seen it three times. Yeah. I saw it I saw it again on, on, I saw it again on uh, Sunday morning. saw it again Saturday night. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. saw it again today while I was working out. And then I was cooling down. You know, I was thinking about it. So I saw yeah, it yeah. three times in the span of a couple, uh, a couple of days. So the one you're talking about, then we'll go to that one because that one I liked. That was was it Edwin it. Soto versus Katsu Katsunari Takayama? Takayama, yep. Um, this was for the WBO Light Flyweight Championship of the World. Mm-hmm. Takayama was moving up in weight. He, I, I guess, he hadn't fought in a couple years either. Yeah, sturdy fucking fight. This Great. was a fight that, um, I'm gonna go right away. I don't think he should have stopped the fight. No, I forgot which round it was, but uh, yeah, when we saw it, I was like, he, no, I, I didn't see nothing. Again, at my judgment, it looked like he was doing okay. He was defending himself. So for some reason, the ref felt like, nope, I'm going to protect this fighter. He's had enough. I didn't see that. I don't know about you all, but you let us know what you feel. I Yeah, too early. Uh, it's right here, Dizon put it, the ref may have stopped the fight, but nothing can stop Takayama. Um, trying to look into it. He uh, was shadow boxing at the end of the fight, like trying to show, like, hey, I can go, I can go. 
That's I'm funny. trying to. I'm trying to find out the round. I can't find the round. Yeah, I want to say it was like somewhere in the. It were pretty late rounds. I want to say. Um, look, Takayama didn't have no power. No, we 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 kept making that joke. It was kind of like what what, what is that was that word again? Slap uh, boxing. Slap boxing. Uh, pillow. Uh, pillow punches. <laughs> but but he was starting to change the the fight little by little because mm-hmm. Edwin Soto was starting to. I felt was starting to lose. A little bit of pop in his punches mm-hmm. because he wasn't having the same mustard it was. No. And I think Takema was starting to take it, but his face wasn't holding up because you saw the fucking face starting to look like yeah. the elephant man. <laughs> so he wasn't taking, he was taking the punches, but he wasn't taking, his face wasn't taking it as well. No. I, think, I think he thought, I mean, it's a championship fight. The guy isn't getting obliterated, but I understand. Um, in boxing, you know, the guy, the guy's taking a beating, you know, yeah. these guys, and he's taking it into the head. It's not like it's body shots. It's not like it's an arm punch. He took straight, clean punches, right hooks, left hooks, yeah. uppercuts. He took every single punch. He, I mean, I think it's like, what's the wrestling thing? He took everything by the kitchen sink. Yeah, basically. Yep. Um, hell of a fighter. And there were rounds. He got stunned. Takayama. And he did, and he showed why he's a former world champ. Yeah, and he survived them, and he did. And then he would come back, and he would just, you know, like overwhelm his opponent with with punches. And a lot of it had to do with Soto also slowing down the pace. I think he figured out, like, you know what, I can't get this guy out of here right away. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to like take my time, pick my shots, maybe get him get him in the later rounds. I was that one that was advocating he should have been shooting for those body shots. Because I think if if Soto... And this is where I think Soto's team should have been. Like, hey, stop fucking to his head. Stop shooting to his head. Head Headhunting. Shoot. Stop (laughs) headhunting. Start shooting those body shots. And maybe you get chopped this fucker down. And then then you'll get the highlight reel knockout. Right. Instead, you've got to stop it. Like kind of the fans even booed. It's like, what the fuck? This guy's fighting you. This guy's... (laughs) He's not falling. No, it was getting good. <laughs> it's kind of like when Jake LeMond refers to Ray Robinson when he goes, you know, you didn't go down, Ray. <laughs> we I didn't make that joke, too. I didn't go down, Ray. <laughs> I didn't go down. And, of course, he would have said it in Japanese, but <laughs> it's still. But it was a good fight. And um, I'll say this right now. Um, I'll say this. The undercard from 1 to 10, I gave it a 3.5. About the same. Maybe you know, just 3. Yeah. I'll say this right now. Uh, and I was talking to my coworker uh, at work yesterday in the morning. You asked the audience to pay you a fifty, them seventy dollars for this fight. Yep. UFC did the same thing a couple weeks ago where they had three world title fights for seventy bucks. That was more worth it than this. I bet it was. Now it's not shitting on Canelo's performance, but you're asking mm-hmm. the audience to pay seventy dollars for Canelo Alvarez to show. I don't think it's worth it. No, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I think it wasn't. this is why people who didn't quit the zone were smart to keep the zone, like you know me. Uh-huh. I didn't cancel my description. I still got my subscription, so I ended up, I still pay ten dollars a month, and I got a seventy dollar worth fight, to them <laughs> a worth fight. So right now we get to the main event. So they're just announcing Canelo Alvarez. Yep. So the fight's getting it getting close. B Ray, me and you were way off on the fight. We both yeah. had, we were both set a decision. You were gonna have unanimous. I said the fight was gonna be close. Mister Lou thought the fight was gonna go to the distance. Uh, Escaleta was the only one saying that Canelo was going to get rid of this guy like, in the early round three or four right, rounds. Like three or four. <laughs> and my wife went for Billy Joe because, of course, she has to go against me. <laughs> a lot of fans went for Canelo. I think the I think the general I think the general vote was Canelo was going to go to the distance. I don't think people expected the knockout. No. So, um, be ready. Like we're going to be watching this. We talk about what was your thoughts as you're watching the fight. Like we're not we're about to watch round one, but yeah. what were your thoughts going into it, the fight before the fight started? Did you, did you, by looking at their physique as they're wrapping their hands, as they're hitting the pads, did you start thinking maybe this fight could be different or were you still stuck on the same idea, decision? I was still stuck with the same idea, man. Nothing changed until after the first round. (laughs) That to me changed everything. The first round said pretty much everything what I was kind of, what I was going to expect for the next few rounds. Round one to me kind of showed that Canelo actually learned from the Austin Trout and Laura fight. Yeah. If you see right now, and we're watching this fight, guys, and you guys are more than welcome to watch it. We're watching it two minutes and 46, two minutes and 45 into round number one. Canelo Alvarez isn't chasing Saunders. And a lot has to, and a lot of that has to do with Saunders is not moving. Saunders is staying right there. You know, he's pawing with the jab. Canelo's trying to feint. He, you know, he's trying, he's trying to position himself into landing the punch. Yeah. Right away, I think Canelo learned. Not to chase this guy around. 
and not to be a. And if you look at it, Canelo's not and not a staying target. He's moving his head. He's pivoting mm-hmm. to the left, pivoting to the right. You know, and again, look, he's not chasing Saunders. Not no. chasing Saunders, not one bit. And that's something I go, oh shit, okay, he learned something. And I and right away I said, Saunders needed to do something. And I felt if Saunders went into the into the gun into the range, Canelo was gonna start shooting punches. And I think the next couple of seconds, I think Saunders decides to really go in there, go inside the range, and that's when Canelo goes, oh, okay, cool, let me hit you with the right left body shot. Yep, that's exactly Canelo, what we did oh, right there. Look at that. Yeah, see, when Saunders decides going to range, Canelo decides to shoot to the body, and I think Canelo at this moment has to be one of the best. Maybe one of the best body punchers in boxing today. Oh, oh for sure. Body punching, yes. Body punching, like, and we you're right. There. So you're saying after, when you saw round one, you said, okay, this fight goes, this fight ends by knockout? Or did you just think, okay, this is going to be a straight up decision win? Yeah. Like, what I, were your thoughts? Like, going oh, no, exactly. So my thought was that this, this is, this is going to be uh, an easy 12 rounder. I really felt that Billy Joe was going to do enough uh, just to stay in the fight because we did mention that, I believe, after maybe the. By the third or fourth round, where we all agree, like you know what, right now he is just his goal looks like he's just gonna try and survive. So that's what I thought after the first round that it was gonna look that way. Yeah, that it was gonna look like all right, Billy Joe's just just gonna try to survive here, and he's not probably gonna win not a single fucking round. <laughs> that was my expectation. Now talking about rounds, <laughs> yeah. Chris Mannix, who I'm a big fan of. If you, if, 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 I don't know if you knew about that. It's your I'm favorite, a, yeah. I'm a, one of my favorite announcers. <laughs> You know who who he's uh, quoted by saying that pound for pound doesn't matter about skills about resume. Yep. And you know doesn't have Manny Pacquiao number one doesn't make any sense because he has the best resume of all of boxing. But that's another top. What, 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 <laughs> no, no, I was about to say because he says Canelo has the best resume in the last ten years. Canelo's still active. I mean, make Pacquiao still active. I agree. So shouldn't Pacquiao be the best pound for pound fighter according to Chris Mannix's own? I agree. You talk out of your ass. <laughs> So Chris Mannix, I think even Chris Mannix even made made a light note saying that he was the only idiot that gave uh, Billy Joe Sanders what four rounds? I think so overall four rounds. Um, B Ray, how many rounds did you give fucking Billy Joe Sanders? Like in all honesty. Oh, honestly, I think if I remember, <coughs> at least maybe three rounds. The fuck did you give him three? Maybe three or two, something like that. I gave him two. I gave him round right, yeah. uh, round four and five. Like two or three at least, but not not over like four or five six. No, he he won at least. Like round one, Canelo. I think Canelo no, he won. he won. Yeah, Canelo, Canelo won, won that, that first Canelo round. Canelo won that. Yeah. Uh, and and right now, Chris Mannix will say Billy Joe won that. Yeah, he and did. And I don't know how he what fight he was watching. I have no. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. I didn't see one thing where I can go. I can see why they gave. To Billy Joe, I didn't see not nothing like that. I think the the effective aggressor was Canelo. Canelo dictated the pace. Canelo, yep. Canelo did. I don't even think he ate any punches. It was all it was all Canelo's body shots that were were telling in the fight. Yep. What did what did Saunders do? Saunders didn't really do nothing. No, and it, people were complaining he was just boxing as like a fucking what do you call it? Like one of those uh in the Olympics. They no, said. I don't think he was. People I were think, saying that. No, they don't know boxing, man. <laughs> No, no. See, I, again, I gave round one to Canelo Alvarez. He won that fucking fight. I think Chris Mannix was fucking stupid. And I think, and this, and this is where I think people get people give shit to the zone because of, of of the commentary. Like, you know, uh, Todd Grisham, you know, not really known for his boxing IQ. No, he's mostly known for so- for doing MLS soccer. Yeah, and former WWE. Yeah, coming for WWE. Yep. I don't know him as a as a professional boxer announcer. Me I don't know Sergio Mora, former world champion, makes sense. Yes. Carl Froch, former oh, two-time yeah. super middleweight champion. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Having Roy Jones coming in and out of the <sighs> made sense. Made sense. Chris Mannix <laughs> writes boxing for Sports Illustrated, but he's uh, every time he opens his mouth when it comes to boxing, actually proves that he doesn't know shit about <laughs> boxing. Doesn't make sense. DeZone, shouldn't you again, if you're hearing DeZone, shouldn't you have real boxing announcers? Like Brian Kenny, motherfucker led ESPN boxing for how many years? Ooh, um, jeez, I want to say over ten years now. Maybe? Yeah, ten. Now plus what, years. he's an announcer right now for for PBC on Fox. PBC on Fox, yeah. I mean, I think, and I, and and I'm glad that the I'm glad that today's um, boxing fans are more educated of tell. And plus, this fight was easy to score. I think anybody could have scored this fucking fight. This was not a this was no controversy. There was this was this was a a pretty cut and clear who was winning the round. Yeah. Like when I when Saunders won a round, I gave Saunders a round. It was cut and clear. Saunders won it. 
like round two so far. Yeah, Saun- Saunders is putting up a fight. He's coming. He's darting in. He's darting out. But guess what? Canelo's beating him and punching him out. Mm-hmm. He's again. What, what did I say that Canelo needed to do? He needed to punch his way into the fight. Motherfucker punched his way yep. into that fight. And Saunders let him. Look, yeah, see, yeah. He, again, Canelo didn't have to chase him. Saunders nope. darted in, and when when Saunders decided to get on his bicycle and move, Canelo didn't follow him. And if he did, he was fainting him into position for Saunders to stay still for him. And that's about it. That was the tale of the tonight. That fight was again Canelo Alvarez. Is a, is the type of fighter he reminds me of uh, of the UFC uh, Welch, uh was it middleweight champ welterweight champ and uh, Karam Usman. He's the type of guy who is at top of his level. Mm-hmm. He's making the best money he can, and he's not content. He's always improving his game. He's always improving. There's fighters that reach the top of the mountain. And they're like, I'm done. Okay, I'll wait till the next fight to train. I'll wait till the next fight to train. Yep. Canelo has reached reached the top. Of the fucking mountain, and he, I don't see him ever. I don't see him stopping right now. He is a fucking machine. He has set out on a goal. He's at his prime, and he's constantly evolving and improving. Yeah, like this is a this is a different version of Canelo Alvarez than we saw in the last two fights. He, he again the the foot positioning, the fainting. He doesn't even have to throw a punch, and he already has he already has Billy Joe Saunders reacting to something that's not going to happen yet. Yep. The yeah. feint is like a it's the feint's like a, 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 an invisible jab. He's already positioning him. He's already setting him up for the punches he's going to get him with. Mm-hmm. And Saunders doesn't know if it's going to be a jab or right, a body shot. He doesn't know and that's what has him. Billy Joe couldn't yeah. move because of the positioning. When Billy decided to move around the ring, beautifully. But Canelo Canelo learned from the Mayweather fight, he learned from the Laura fight, and he learned from the uh, Austin Trout fight. I'm not going to fucking follow these guys. Because I'm going to exhaust myself. I was about to say, he wastes a lot of energy. And if he's following them, he's giving them this pressure of the feints. I mean, am I going to leap? He's, and the cu- the cutting of the ring, he's got a little bit better. Give him that. Got a little mm-hmm. bit better. Round two, I gave Canelo right now. For sure. No, for sure, man. It, it's, it, to me, I was like, it's going to be a long night for Billy Joe. I, I kept I, saying that. Well, here's uh, here's uh, videos of Dimitri Zandria, which we'll talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about right now. We will. Um, I mean... We can break this fight down, but I mean, overall, like we'll keep running. We'll keep looking yeah, at the example. Exactly. Be right. As you're watching this fight again, we're watching it in, uh, in my backyard. We had friends over. You're watching this fight. You've seen the replay. Like, what are your thoughts? Give me your thoughts out there. I've been talking here, ranting and raving. It's, no, no, I understand. It's I did feel that he did um, had some success um, in, in a couple rounds. And if, if you remember, he landed some good shots to the body. He landed, I believe he probably landed a good shot on on his right uh, left side because his left eye was a little swollen. I don't know if you noticed that. For Canelo? Yeah, of Canelo. So he must have landed a pretty good shot. Um, I just remember thinking, especially uh, towards the end, I remember thinking, you know what? He did a, just a little better job, I go, than Canelo's last five opponents. That one I'll give. That one I'll agree with you. I think he yeah. did a little bit more better than uh, Avin, better than Colin Smith, better than Kovalev. I think he did better than Danny Jacobs. To be honest with you, yeah, me too. I, I, I which I thought Jacobs was gonna give him a very good fight, but um, no, I didn't see much of that. This one, Billy Joe. I mean, as much as he talked all this shit, really, I did. He did pretty good. He did pretty good. I mean, yeah, guys, ass whoop at the end. I feel he. Got, I thought Billy Joe got outboxed and outgunned. Yes. This, I think this was a a, a good example of, of outboxing the boxer. Yeah. Like the, the, he he got Billy Joe to fight Canelo's fight. Yeah, and Billy Joe was supposed to get Canelo to fight his fight, and he yeah. never did. And this I don't know if it's this round, but I just love how he looked, how confident he had his hands down. He, even the comments were saying like he you know he looked good with his hands down. Yeah, but can he so maintain he had that? His, exactly, that was a question. Yeah, can he maintain that for twelve rounds? We did not see that. Like, can he maintain the pace of circling the ring? And then, and Randall will be was talking about. Is around three where Dan, um, Dan um, Billy Joe is like darting in. He's throwing. He's not even throwing a jab. He's leaping. He's uh, throwing a straight left, then jab, moving out of the way, circling, going to jab straight. You know, one two, doing that, and then he stops, <laughs> and then Canelo starts uh, starts a uh, starts positioning him back into the ropes and throwing left hooks yep. to the body and right, and then overhand rights and right hands to the body. Yep, and. Billy Joe could have won this round, but Canelo took it. I remember you were telling me that, like, oh, he he, he stole that round. Billy Joe needs to land something to win, to, to take the back, you know, take back the round. But we didn't see that. 
Billy Joe, Billy Joe did learn clean punches, but Billy Joe lacked something that maybe Triple G that made Canelo respect Triple G for twelve rounds was power. Power. I th- I think um no Avin Cal Smith Kovalev Danny Jacobs they never gave Canelo something to worry about. No. And so Canelo just felt like okay cool I just keep I'm gonna keep winning round after round round after round I'm gonna keep breaking you down and that's it. It wasn't it, um, Canelo never had anything to worry about and even against Sanders. Uh, Saunders, he had nothing to worry about. Yeah, he's he's you know he's pretty good at his feet, but I think Canelo by this time, you know, look, see that, look, beautifully in the pocket. Yep, he's dodging the punches, but at the same time keeping that mental pressure on Saunders, and Saunders couldn't maintain it. No, and again, that's another round for uh, three rounds already. Dan Canelo Alvarez, which I expected him to do that. I, I I think we might have said something like that, maybe like the first four rounds, right? Like that's what I, I thought. I thought Saunders was gonna go in right? box. Frustrate Canelo. I was expecting that, and instead it was just. I, I think I think Saunders felt the power. I think Saunders felt the 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 fast uh, counter punching of Canelo. He's a and vicious I think, counter puncher. Yeah, and I think that just changed the whole plan. Like, look, they like he's accurate with his punches. Look at that. He, he Canelo is a, not accurate, but he's a uh, effective with the punches he's gonna throw. He doesn't. He isn't gonna just throw wild looping punches. Like, yeah. He had the guy. You know he's not. He's gonna make sure he lands the punches where he needs to land them to be effective, and I don't think Saunders expected that. I don't think so either. You know, and like I said to you um, during the fight we're watching, Saunders is gonna either be a genius for doing all the stunts he did for that <laughs> during fight week, or he's gonna end up eating a lot of his words. It happened to be that right now. Uh, um, well, of course he ate him, but during three rounds, he's eating every word he said. Every word. He's not being effective. And this I think this is the only round I gave him right now. I think we're in round four. Again, round two four. minutes and 45, two minutes and 44, two minutes and 43. We're in round four. And again, Billy Joe again, circling pretty good. He's fainting, jabbing. And and a lot of people say maybe Canelo took his foot off the gas. You know, I know that uh, um, Gabe Rosado said that this wasn't Billy Joe Saunders being effective. This was uh, Canelo being... being uh, conserving energy knowing that this mm-hmm. isn't a sprint this is a marathon marathon you gotta make it to 12 rounds so I think maybe he took his foot off the gas just a bit maybe he was doing this to open up to see it's right there yep oh, oh my god he wanted to get Billy Joe comfortable to open him up for the counters because he knows that Billy Joe is in a circle and let me open him up here and perfect I mean look at that just, and Billy was like oh come on get at me wh- I mean what does it say about Canelo's power at super middleweight. Like Billy Joe's not really a legit super middleweight. He is. He's only fought twice in his division. Yeah, he is. But he took clean punches from Canelo Alvarez. Does Canelo have like straight up like as everyone likes to think one punch knockout power, or does he have that respectable power? Like you know, there. I gotta be. I don't want to keep eating this for twelve rounds. There we go. Oh no no one one punch one knock. When's the last time he knocked out somebody with one punch? All, all I can think about is uh, Carlos Baldemir, I believe. I think that was the only fight I can think of where he landed one good shot in Amir that Khan. was a timber. All right, Miracon, what's his name? Um, James it. Kirk, James Kirkland. Now, yeah, it was a one punch knockout, but that yeah. was an accumulation though. Like Accumula- that was, exactly, that yep. was round after round that just. Yep, exactly. So no, you're, he does have power, but like you said, it was, it's a type of power where you're gonna fucking respect these, you know, power punches. And I know the, I know the, our listeners are like, "What are you talking about? He's knocked him out." Yeah, but he, it's because of accumulation over round after round, like. Knockout, one punch knockout power is like Manny Pacquiao in the second round against Ricky Hanna. That was right. knockout power. Wilder, you want to say? Wilder. Wilder. There we go, Straight right? Brute first force round. Boom. Knockout. Mike Tyson in Mike the Tyson. Heyday. Raw knockout power. Like This guy's power should be respected from round one. Yep. Like, you don't want to get caught with anything. You know, Canelo has the respect. I think he has respectable power that... That if you land, he keeps landing over, um, over round after round, he's gonna knock you the fuck out. And yeah. he did it to Kovalev, he did it to Kirkland, he did it to Khan, he did it to Baldemir. It wasn't, I don't think he has one punch knockout power. No, he just has that like nice, respectable power. And you saw here tonight, I mean, Billy Joe Sanders ate overhand rights, he ate left hooks to the body, he took it for eight rounds, and he didn't look like he looked like he, it hurt, but not yeah. enough to get him to be like, all right, cool. I never saw Billy Joe from eight rounds be- before the fucking uppercut that he took. <laughs> yeah. I never saw him worried about Canelo's power. It's more like, okay, cool. You hurt. Okay, you touched me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was the attitude he was giving out. Yep. It wasn't like, fuck. Like, oh, yeah. God, that hurt. Ooh. He was being a child, you know, sticking his tongue out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think they, they caught his attention, but I don't think they fucking... It was kind of like, ah, oh, shit, like, I'm going to get knocked out. 
Yeah. Like, he never, he never, like, when he got hit with that uppercut that basically fractured his orbital bone, he held for the entire fight. He did. Did he hold any time in this fight? No. He circled, he waved his hands, come on, do it again. I think he was able to withstand Canelo's power. And that, again, that just tells me what, and, like, Canelo has power, but I don't think he has the power that everyone thinks he has. Like, look, that was a straight-up clear uppercut. That would have knocked out... His uh, mouthpiece almost came off, and Canelo's face is like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> that that would have knocked out... Look, Canelo's looking at him like, okay, like, I think... And that and that's the thing I like about Canelo at this moment. He's not falling into that, you know, believing the hype of his, of his power. Yep. I think that's the thing. He's very level-headed when it comes down... Very humble when it comes down to his boxing. He, he is, yep. He's not falling into like a like many boxers do into his power range. Oh, like, yeah. oh like when he falls in love with his power, like Trinidad early later on in his career fell in love with his power. Forgot what got him to the got him to the yep. got him to the dance. Exactly. You know, Triple G, prime example of a fighter who wasn't a one punch knockout artist. This guy beat you up. Oh man, round he was a after round. Yeah. But then, you know, when you start falling in falling in love with the hype of oh, oh you're the Kazakh Thunder, you know, everything you touch mm-hmm. you destroy. We saw what happened there. Yep. Canelo Alvarez at this moment in his prime has not fallen in love with his power. He understands it's a 12 round fight. He understands mm-hmm. I need to do the sweet science of breaking down my opponent to submission. And that's what he's been doing for the last uh, you know, few fights, man. Especially those vicious body or body punches. So, let's, I mean, let me ask you this then. Talking about it, like I, I didn't expect this episode to be a review round after round, but just talking about it. Do you see, I mean, of course, spoiler alert. Canelo wins eighth round. Yeah, eighth round knockout. Nice jab. Eighth round knock. Technical knockout or knockout? Technical knockout. That was a technical knockout. Uh huh. Do you see? And I think we said this on Saturday, but now watching this fight, you said he's watched it twice. I've seen it three times in a row. Mm -hmm. Do you see anybody at 160, 168, even I'll even go as far 175, giving Canelo problems or somebody competitive in the fight? I think that. One man, one sixty, one sixty-eight. Not hardcore. The only one I can think of, maybe, but again, I don't think it counts because it's not a huge threat. The the threat level is not that high, but it's kind of like what's that we're looking for? Kind of moderate, maybe Charlo, but someone who's a big threat, possibly somebody at one seventy-five. I want to say. That's the division. I feel like for sure, big threat. Um, I think at one hundred and sixty pounds. Demetrius Andre, Charlo, Triple G, any uh, Eubank Jr. Not a threat, not a threat. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, this Saturday night proved he is at his own level. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody 168, Billy Joe Sanders is one of them. Um, Benavides, Caleb Plant, um, Baranga. You know he's still mm-hmm. young, but still I think even if Baranga waits two three years to get to Canelo, I mean Canelo's just thirty. He'll be thirty three. He's still going to be in his prime. 31. 31. 31. He'll be 31 in three years? Canelo? Canelo, What's called Canelo right now? Oh, wait, in three years you're saying? Oh, in three years he'll be 34. I mean, he'll still be in his prime. Yeah, he'll be 31 this year. He'll probably still be in his prime. I don't see anybody 160, 168 giving him any sort of problems. I think he he ragdolls the entire... He he ragdolls two divisions. Mm -hmm. uh, Mid-suit light heavyweight... I think uh, I I was one of the the people here that said Bivol would have given him problems. I think after this uh, his performance last Saturday night, Bivol just Bivol gets dismantled. Bivol mm-hmm. does Bivol doesn't have the power. He has the boxing skills, mm-hmm. but I don't think he has the power to keep Canelo off him for twelve rounds. I think we see a, I think we see him walking him down and Canelo just you know picking the big man out through the body shots. The only person that I can think gives Canelo a threat is Arthur Better Beev. <sighs> Arthur yeah. Better Beev is a slow fighter, so mm-hmm. I can see Canelo being the faster. You know, coming in, coming out. But I think if Canelo... I don't think Canelo's going to stand and, and engage a fighter like him. No, fuck no. The guy <laughs> the guy packs punches. Yeah. You know, like, Triple G's not the fastest fighter. Mm-hmm. But he packed the punch. Canelo respect him for 12 rounds. Yep. Canelo, you know, landed his best shots. But he took his best shots, too. And I think Arthur Benavidez, it may be the only person that I can see to give Canelo... To probably beat Canelo by three, four rounds. Really? Maybe, maybe, but so far, like I mean, this past Saturday night, B-Ray, did you even think this fight was gonna be this way? Like, no. After round one, okay, you said okay, this fight, this fight's gonna be easy for Canelo. But did you think it was gonna be this type of fight? Like, did you expect it to be this easy? 
did you expect to come to the conclusion? Shit, there's nobody in this fucking... There's nobody from 160 to 168 to give this guy problems. No, I, I didn't really expect to say that. I, I really I really, I really expected to just say, yeah, he's good, but you... How do you say it? But, but at the end, I, I thought I was going to say, like, oh, you know what? He, 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 he He's beatable. Like, he can be beat. But last last Saturday nights, I ended with like, yeah, he cannot be beat, especially at once. What to me, he's the best at one sixty and one sixty eight. I think one sixty eight is a better division, dude. You know, for for those two divisions, nobody can beat him right now. That's what he the impression gave me, which I thought I would never say. Nobody can beat him. In light heavyweight, he looked he looked good, but I mean, Kovalev was able to keep him at bay. Yeah, Kovalev was banking round. I didn't really like his performance at one seventy five. So. Well, that, he he said he didn't like it either. Yeah, so that's it's why one seventy five. No, I think he uh, he gets beat in there because it's a little it's a little too much for him. I think one sixty. He even said it. He is very comfortable at that division. He makes the weight. He he he's comfortable. He likes the power. He likes mm-hmm. the speed. He carries at that weight. Yep. I mean, even Benav- I think people are like, oh, give him Benavides. Give him ben- Benavides. Volume. Yeah, punch- everyone's saying that. Volume too. puncher, but. It can can uh does Benavides have the punching power to go with that volume punching yeah. to keep Canelo honest with the the thing That's is the question. He, I think Billy Joe Sanders lacked was the power. Oh no, for sure there was no get, power to have Canelo think twice. Mm-hmm. No power. You know, the, I think the fight the, the this would have been an entire different fight. We're round, we're in six we're round six right now, folks. This would have been an entire different round if Billy Joe Sanders had caught Canelo clean on the chin and made Canelo think twice. Yeah. That would have changed the the fight. Yeah, that would have changed the fight because then it would have became a tactical fight mm-hmm. where both guys already tasted each other's power, and it was who was going to risk, who was going to take, who was going to have the balls to uh, to throw the first punch. Yep. Who was going to take? Who was going to take the lead? That would have been a completely different. Fight. It would have been a, again, and this all credit to Triple G. Triple G, the only guy. I yeah, we I even said that yeah. to give Canelo. You did say Canelo, yeah. to give Canelo a two competitive fights because can Triple G did exactly what we're saying. He kept uh, Canelo honest on the fight. Billy Joe didn't keep him honest. Look at that. Look at that. Like, he's fucking leaping in there. He's fucking throwing straight right to the body. He's, like, hitting him on the shoulders. Look at that uppercut. almost came close. Look at that. He's walking down Billy Joe. <laughs> Billy Joe, Billy Joe can, is throwing everything he can to, to keep this guy off of him. And it's not doing shit. It's just like already in the first round, you already saw Canelo going like, "Oh wait, this this is your your best punches. This, this is your power punches. All right, then here's my motherfucker." That's I, what I saw too. Yeah. yeah, Jerry Jones. Right, Jerry Jones. But I mean, like un, like unlike the the Cotto fight, which I like how I think uh, I think Roy Jones even said it. Cotto kept him honest. Um, after like maybe the first four rounds, after that, I remember they're saying, "Well, after four rounds." It's almost like Canelo was saying, "Oh, so this is this is your power. This is all you got. All right, here's mine then." But Canelo still had respect for Cotto. Yeah, he did. He still had respect for. He him. still had respect for him. He wasn't doing what he was doing here. No, 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 fuck no. He wanted to. He wanted to fuck up Billy Joe. And he had respect for him. Triple G. He hated Triple G in the in the, the first, uh, the second, first and second fight. <laughs> first and second. Yeah. I didn't see him. I mean, yeah, the second fight was more aggressive, but mm-hmm. he was still kind of okay. Let me. No, because he said he felt that power. He felt that power, and that's why it is it is what it was that night when Triple G fought him at the first fight. So like even this, like that that should have been Canelo's thing. Like, okay, cool, let me be careful with this. No, instead, look, Canelo's back again. He he tightened his defense a little bit. Oh yeah, Billy Joe's starting to become more active. But I think Canelo's still not still not scared of that power. He's like, okay, no. cool, you know, you're gonna pepper me here, you're gonna pepper me there. I just got to make sure I don't get caught with anything stupid. And, and mm-hmm. Eddie Reynoso kept telling him, hey, tighten that defense up. When you get to the body, put the hand back up. Don't get caught with something stupid. Mm-hmm. He kept telling him that all night. Tighten the defense. Make sure, you can't, make sure you don't get caught with nothing stupid from this guy. Yeah. That was it. They knew this guy. The only way that he was going to win if they if he caught Canelo cold. And he didn't. Yep. He didn't catch him cold. Um, B-Ray, right. I mean, watching this. And we know I know Canelo made reference to it last week, and we talked about it on the, uh, our episode. He said he, he's open to a Triple G fight if Triple G moves up to one sixty. Yeah. What the fuck is your thoughts to that? And let's say he let's just say he doesn't get the Caleb plan fight, which we'll talk about next. He fights Triple G next. Honestly, I'm looking in his eyes, and, and especially if I'm on his team, like and I look at him like, why? Why would you lower yourself? I don't even want to say that word, but lower yourself like that. 
just close out the chapter? Fuck it. I, I guess so. Do you win anything? Like, do you think this is just more of like, okay, cool, this is just a stay busy fight? Stay busy me, fight. Until I get Kayla plant? Basically, stay busy fight, get uh-huh, get plant, and also collect my paycheck. That's it. <laughs> this is basically for, for Canelo. Is it even competitive now? Like, I think, now, after watching this, like, I know we said that, like, nah, there's no need for it. Uh-huh. Like, we, we even made a reference, like, of yep. fights that, that technically there was no need for the rematch. <laughs> After watching this performance, and ba- we're basing on Triple G's last performance in December. Yeah, December. Is there? Do you still have the same thoughts? Like, there's no need for this fight. No need for the fight. I, at best, I think this would be a horrible way for Triple G to end his career. Like, this would be a career ending fight for Triple G. That'd be fucking sad, right? To see him bloodied. I'll fucking say it right here, right now, man. I don't give you know if if the fight gets made, I'll fucking say it. he he loses. I think Canelo puts him away. Do you think so? Or do you think Triple G's the only guy that maybe keep Canelo a little bit honest? I don't be fucking surprised. Let's say the third fight happens. Mm-hmm. I will be surprised if Triple G fights exactly identical like the first two fights. Especially in the second fight where he was, he was you know, with him the entire... You get me? Like he was toe-to-toe with him. I'll be fucking surprised. But for right now, I'm getting the impression he's going to look weak. Canelo is just going to be, you know, attacking his body. He's going to break him down where he probably will, the fight will probably end by stoppage by like late round, maybe like the 10th round. That's how I really see it, especially based on what I saw in Canelo's performance last Saturday night. I don't give Triple G a chance. Now let's get into the the topic here before we get into the fucking what happened here. Caleb Plant, he holds the last belt. Yeah. What chance did you give Caleb Plant? We saw his last performance on the PVC. Was it the mm-hmm. beginning of this year? Yeah, it was like the beginning of this year, I think. Caleb yeah. Plant, we saw... I mean, he's only getting the shot because he holds a belt. Let's be honest. The only was, reason Billy mm-hmm. Joe got a shot, he holds a belt. If Demetrius Andre held the belt, Andre would have been, yeah. been the opponent Saturday night. <laughs> if Triple G held the belt, Triple G would have been the opponent Saturday yep. night. Billy Joe was only there for the belt because he held the belt. Mm-hmm. Caleb Plant's only getting this shot because he's because he has a belt. <laughs> Carl Froch said that maybe, maybe Caleb should get another year or two before he steps in. But he doesn't have the luxury because he holds a belt. And mm-hmm. Canelo's already get closing into him. Yeah. What chances do you give Caleb Plant? And I'm not asking for your prediction, but like uh-huh. so far, yeah. this performance, we're basing it on this performance right now of Saunders to Canelo to Caleb Plant for mm-hmm. the X. What chances do you give Caleb Plant? One chances? Like this. Zero. About this. Zero chances. You don't give him a shot? You don't think I he, don't. Nope. You I don't, don't. You don't think so? Like, you don't think he causes kind of a problem? Is there anything you see in Caleb Plant that you could say, you know what, maybe, 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 you know, I, he can give kind of a problem? <laughs> I fucking tried to look something like that the last time I saw him, which I want, I want to say, what, February, maybe, is when he fought. But, yeah, I tried, trust me, I tried to find something for me to go like, oh, you know what, maybe, like, you get me like that, maybe, no, nothing. I ended by going... Yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> like if you're Caleb Plant, you already know you're next in line. Do you start start training camp now? Do you start? Do you start? You know, look at Canelo. Canelo's probably gonna rest a week or two. Back in the gym. Back in the gym. Yep. Like this is Canelo. Canelo learned, and this is the thing about Canelo. He doesn't take the Mayweather loss as a loss. He takes it as like, okay, cool. Yeah, like a learning experience. Learning experience. Yep. He went back, adjusted himself, and fight after fight, he's gotten better. And I'm mm-hmm. giving him credit. I I used to be a big Canelo fucking not hater but criticizer. And now I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the opponents he had. I mean, <laughs> and but but I, I now rewatching these fights, he's mm-hmm. gotten better since the Mayweather fight, you know. And, and Saturday night was just a fucking a great fight. I don't care what anybody says. It, oh, it bored I, me. I thought it was that. good. Yeah, I thought it was a great performance. Very good performance by by both. It's mostly Canelo, of course, but I mean, give, given the opponent, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Again, like we said, Billy Joe Sanders was a little bit more competitive. With Canelo, then then Canelo Smith, Avin, mm-hmm. oh that fucking there, there it is, and there's the uppercut, and there's Oof. the uppercut that fractured um, Billy Joe Sanders' eye socket and cheekbone. Um, be right, um, right. Did you think anything was wrong, or did you just think fuck? He landed that punch right on the glove, like his thumb landed on the glove, and Billy Joe's eyes are, is just gonna close no, up. No, I knew something was up, especially uh, when he was, you know, when he follow up here. You know, the body punches. He uh, Sanders kept clinching. I knew something was up, I said. Sanders, to me, look, his his body language wasn't looking like the same guy, like, seven rounds ago. Right? He, was eating those punches. <laughs> he looked like, oh, shit. Like, yep. he, th- this is what I was saying. He looked like a guy that was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is starting to hurt. 
But now, but now we understand why. Why he fractured the fucking bone. Yeah, those shots to the head were hurting. And then you know he's just fucking worried. Like his, you know, you look at him. He's he's surviving the round. What does that say about Canelo's finishing skills? And what does that say about Billy Joe Sanders' skills to survive the fucking round? Because Canelo had a minute and thirty. Yeah, and he couldn't get rid of him. He's a he's a you know he can be a pretty good finisher. But this Saturday, this past Saturday night, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I think Billy Joe, uh, the one thing he was... Oh, shit, what a punch. I think the one thing he was great at as he was trouble there, he was avoiding those punches. Because I, I saw a couple punches where if that <laughs> landed... Oh, she's all the nasty. If oh, that landed, he would have been oh, he would have oh, been out. Oh, what does that say of uh, the intestinal fortitude of Billy Joe Sanders? Because he could have taken the knee. He could have. once did he take a knee. He could have, actually. You're right. But he didn't. Now, the round's over. now, And I was waiting to get to the round right now. And we're almost getting to that time. People are criticizing Billy Joe. They call him a quitter. They called him a big quitter puss, a big pussy, all this stuff. Beard, what is your thoughts about that? This is, this is, uh-huh. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is my thought. I saw this online. This is very true. The same fuckers who say that are the same ones who fucking call in sick because of a flu. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Big man? Really? You can't go to work because you have the fucking flu. But you're saying that, oh, yeah, but you will still continue with a fucked up eye. <laughs> He can't see. Like, he can't, and I'm pretty sure he would have continued. Like uh, my old trainer, Oscar Munoz, he said that you know he suffered an eye injury. Ugh. He said he that he couldn't like he, uh, he they would open his eye and all he would see is a white light. He couldn't see shit. It was blurry, a white a white blurry light. Oh, and that's what he knew. Fuck, and he had a detached retina. Oh fuck, he had a detached retina. This guy fucked up his orbital bone. This gentleman. His orbital bone. If you don't know what it is, we put it on the Jamie Boxing Podcast yeah. page. Yeah, we did. Which is, I think it was x-ray from his fucking thing? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. X-ray. A 3D x-ray of Billy Joe Sanders' cheekbone and orbital bone that was fractured by Canelo. I think in seven or uh, nine different places. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Look at that. He's, he's completely fucked up. And Canelo even says he felt it. And I, I can imagine he, he felt he that He said he was going to come out. Nope. Yeah, but so many, I mean... I mean, I, I've never, I've never hurt a person that bad mm-hmm. that I know. But I think when you hit the pads or you hit, or you're hitting the bag or you hit somebody, you kind of know like, oh, that punch landed nice and sweet. He knew he landed on a nice, sweet punch. Yeah. Like he knew he fucking, oof, this was like, like he knew that it was like the, uh, uh, a punch that he knew like, okay, this caused damage. How much damage? I don't think he knew to that extent. I think he knew like, I think I hurt him. Something happened. I heard. I, heard, I, 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 landed, I don't think he's coming back. I think that's what he said. Like I felt something. He said he's not gonna come out. That's how confident he was. It's he crazy said. that he, it's crazy to think that he felt literally the bone shatter right? in his, like, within his gloves. And ah. again, he has the gloves. He has the padding, and then there's the knuckle. The fact that he felt something break in the fucking uppercut is just a fucking amazing. But the amazing is the Billy, and this is and this is where I think you're right. You know, the same people go, "Oh, he's a pussy. He should have fucking quit. I would have never quit." No, I think as soon as you felt something in your eye, mm-hmm. and as soon as you saw a white flash in your on your was the left side, right side on his right side, uh-huh. on the right side of your eye, you would have uh-huh. taken a fucking knee. Fuck yeah! I commend Billy Joe Sanders. I don't agree with the shit talking. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with. You know, I know that people are saying Daniel Dubois should be talking shit to him because he he came out with a tweet saying that Danny Boy was a pussy for doing that too against uh, Joe Joyce. <laughs> but he didn't quit though. Like he could have taken the knee, he could have taken the fucking eight count, got back up, ran, you know, walked around the ring, hold. When I mean, how many times did Canelo land on that eye? A whole bunch of fucking times. Did he ever go down? Nope. So is was he a pussy or was he more like okay let me, let me get my bearing I I know something's wrong with my eye but let me, let me get to my corner let me see what the fuck's going on and when he got to his corner right away like hey like the the trainer said we asked him a, a couple questions I didn't like the shit he was answering me I I made the decision calling it mm-hmm. now what did you expect I think what did you expect Billy Joe to throw a tantrum like no don't fuck like when Diego Corrales is getting the shit beat out of him by, by Floyd Mayweather <laughs> and Diego's dad calls it and he goes, hey, you know what? You're getting your ass beat. Like, there's, nothing you, there's, a, there's nothing you can do to stop this. And then Diego goes crazy. Did you expect that? Or uh, did, the, did, the, did the fans want him to react like Sam Judah when the ref stopped it when he got knocked the fuck out by uh, Costa Zoo? Did you expect 
fucking uh, Billy Joel Sanders to attack this trainer? Or what about that meme where that one fighter stopped the fight and the, he literally attacked his trainer? He attacked his trainer. <laughs> Is that what you guys wanted? Did you want Billy Joel to act You know that what? Way? I'll fucking say it. I'll, I'll say it for them. I think, yeah, I think that's what you wanted to fucking see. Because for some reason, for you guys, that tells you... That's, Everything. That's a macho man. That's a macho. Look at that. He really showed balls. He really wanted to go out, but his his trainers didn't let him out. That's some fucking bullshit. That's why. So I think yeah, I'm, I think that's what they want to see. I'm sorry. Um, you know, if I was a fighter and, and you know Beaver would be my trainer, and I go back into my corner and I go Beaver, I can't see my eyes shut. That's and it. Then, and let's say Beaver opens my eye and like, hey, how many fingers am I holding? I open my, I can't see like you have like. I'm like bro, but you're, I'm opening your eye. You, mm-hmm. I can't see shit. I see blurry. Do you send me back out there? That's, no, that's it. That's fucking it. Like, Be- your corner is to protect you. Your there well, we go. Protect your well being. Exactly. He could have been fucking blind already, man. How many times have we seen fighters? What, what about that one fighter that like later on had brain damage in a heavyweight fight? Remember? And he goes, you know, like he goes, I, uh, I, uh, I think he, uh, he has nose bust, and he goes, I can't breathe. Just breathe it out of your mouth. You got to man, get back in there. And, the and he's getting the shit beat out of him. And he's like, I, I can't, I can't breathe, man. I can't breathe. I, you know, it's, it's, I'm starting to get a headache. Don't worry about that. And they're rubbing his head. You got this, motherfucker. And I think the fight, I think the fight gets stopped. You know, he goes back to his dressing room. He collapses. Wow. He had a hemorrhage in his fucking brain. Got Damn. hit too many fucking times. That's not good. When he said he had a headache, it's because he had a, a fucking it popped in his fucking head. Yeah. But they, the trainer kept sending him. The trainer didn't give a fuck about his well-being then. No, he did not. You know? Um, I, and and I think someone threw an example. We'll look at, uh, you know, Nassim Richardson versus Shane Mosley when he fought uh, Manny Pacquiao. You know, he kept sending him out there with a the blister. Yeah, but because Nassim knew. That was a nasty blister, by the way. Yeah, but he knew. <laughs> he was like, is, wait, is your ankle broken? No. Is your knee broken? No. <laughs> they get the fuck out there. Keep, motherfucker, just keep fighting. Something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, then when he saw like, and he told him when he, uh, when Shane shows him like, oh, look, he goes, showed it. I know you were fucked up, but you know, I, I still feel you could do it. <laughs> that's see, that's come, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was a blister. You know, it, it, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, I think we as a society are bloodthirsty. Oh no, for sure. Dude. I think certain people that never stepped into a ring or have ever been hurt don't know what they're talking about. And they just talk out of their ass. I think that's one of the reasons people hate Mayweather because. He didn't, he didn't, you know, his style wasn't like what they want to see. I just think like, come on, like you're really gonna, you're telling me, like, and this is, you're right. The same people that go, oh, you know, I would have gone, same people that call out sick, the same people that probably cry when they stub their toe at night. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I think these are the same people that probably get knocked out in street fights. It, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yep. get out of here. I mean, I, I think until you step into the ring, you know, and, and then this, this is price fighting. These guys fight, you fight for a living. At the end of the day, I've said it before and I say it again. As when when the dust settles, Billy Joe doesn't give a fuck what I say. Nope. Billy doesn't care about what you say. Billy doesn't care about what you say because you're not. You've were, at the end of the day, it's Billy's life, Billy's career. Same with Canelo. Yep. When we're only there, we're only here when he's up. When he's down, we're not here. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Who's gonna be there? His family. Who's gonna be there? You know who's gonna care about his health? Are are the fans? Who are calling him a pussy? Are they gonna care about Billy Joe's health when he retires and he and he can't see from his eye? Fuck no. And for what? So he can go back and like, oh, you know, I fought for glory. What did that get you? Fucked up eye. Come on, man. <laughs> how this sport's a hundred years old? We've seen how many fucking fighters fall on their sword, and we we look back and we're like, damn, that's fuck, that's fucked up. Fucking um, Meldrick Taylor. Oh, can't man. talk. Muhammad Ali gave his life to the sport. Look at look what he look what he gave us to entertain us, and look what he got back. Yeah, sympathy. Oh, but he's the greatest. If you, I bet you, if he was able to talk, you know, God rest his soul, rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. If you if you asked him if he can go back and do some of the stuff, he, if he knew what the fuck all the stuff he was doing was gonna cause him, I bet you he wouldn't do it. No, he wouldn't. I bet you he wouldn't do it. You know, there's so many fucking fighters that have lost their lives or they were never the same because guess what? They did it for glory. But you, the fan, you're not paying his fucking medical bills. You're not the one paying for his child support. You're not one paying for his shit. And I know the first, well, he's, he's dumb for squandering his money. Okay, yeah, you're right. But you're not him, dude. Mm-hmm. 
you you know you're just a fucking fan. Like exactly, you can't call someone a pussy because you know you don't like the way he quit. Like he quit. Yeah, they, it's his health. That's what people were saying. Yeah, and his corner did a great job by stopping the fight. I would no. have not sent nobody back out there. Fuck that. As much for what? It, for what? Exactly for what? <laughs> for what? Yeah, he was doing okay, but I mean, for what? You send? I would send them back out there. You know, if he had a puncher's chance, but he didn't have shit. Nope. He had no puncher's chance. He's blinded by one eye. You know, he he's gonna get, he's gonna get fucking teed off on for what? The fuck am I gonna send? If I knew, like you know what? Hey, be right. Make sure, hey, make sure you keep him on your left side and you fucking throw hell out there. <laughs> If I knew you had a puncher's chance. But why am I going to send you out to round nine to get teed off by Canelo? Because Canelo was just going to tee off. Oh, he was. Oh, Canelo was just going to yeah, land an uppercut, right hand. The bullseye he was just, right there. He yeah. was going to tee off on that eye and make it worse. Yep. It probably would have been as big as Vargas when he had that bat. <laughs> it would have been worse. It would have been worse. And for what? For what? Exactly. For glory. For glory. No, the bullshit. Fuck out of here, dude. Like... I mean, no, I think I think we've seen so much. I think we've seen what glory gets you in boxing. Yeah, you, you're etched as a legend, but right. what, what's the what's the end result for them? At the end of the day, Billy Joe's fucking entourage is not going to be there. His fans are not going to be there. His no. haters are not going to be there. It's just going to be him. And what? A fucked up eye? Because he, he wanted to prove to you guys he was a warrior? Get the fuck out of here. These guys are already warriors by stepping into the ring. Oh, exactly. That's my end thought. Um, Caleb Plant looks to be next. I was, I was listening... To the boxing voice, they're saying that uh, his shit, his contract with uh, the zone. I mean, the zone with Matchroom is over. He's a free agent now. Hmm. Do you think uh, this fight gets this place take this fight takes place on the zone, or you think Al Heyman is gonna throw out the red carpet and show Canelo, hey, if you stay here, this is what I got for you. That's uh, that's gonna be uh, very very interesting news to be coming up in the next few months because if I'm Al Heyman. Fuck, I would do everything that I can to bring him to, you know, PBC, to bring him either on Fox or on Showtime. I, I would do that. I would, you know, try my hardest. Eddie, Eddie Hearn, of course, too, he would do the same. So it's going to be fun to see that. Like, where is he going to end up next for this next fight? Especially for with uh, Plant. Yeah, because he had a two-fight deal. Two, uh, not two, yeah, two-fight deal with the zone yeah, and, right, uh-huh. and Matchroom. This is over. It's done with. Mm-hmm. He's already got it. Does he do the same type of deal with PBC? PBC, he has the option of taking Plant and then Benavides in December. Yeah. And he after that, that, he can pick and choose wherever he wants or to Or Charlo, go. too, because Charlo kept saying he's, mo- he's willing to move up to 160. He's willing to drop his belt and move to 160. Yeah, he literally said that. All right, so mo- before we end it, before we end it, we ran a little longer than I wanted to, but fuck it. That's a good episode. <laughs> Beery, I want you to queue up. So... He's one, Canelo Alvarez is one, you know, highlight fucking win. He's the WBO, WBC, and WBA, and Ring Magazine super well to the middleweight, I'm sorry, in the world. And he's enjoying the press conference. People are asking him questions, all this. And somebody decided to take the book of Clubber Lang and Rocky Three and interrupt him. Yeah. Hey, woman. <laughs> hey, woman. You've been with a real man. That didn't happen, but WBO middleweight champion of the world, Demetrius Bubu Andre, decided, you know what? I was in attendance. I'm going to go to the press conference and I'm going to go interrupt Canelo. I'm going to do what um, Laura did after Canelo beat the shit out of fucking Angulo. I'm going to try to insult my way into a big fight. <laughs> it worked for Laura, but then it worked for Demetrius. It don't think it's going to work for Demetrius. So B-Ray right now has queued up. I'm assuming the like somewhat of the audio. So yeah. it, might, it might be a little bit choppy. B-Ray queued up. Just give you a moment here. <laughs> Get the 
And that was the press conference of Boo Boo Andre decided to be Clubber Lang. <laughs> Beery, what were your thoughts on that? Those will, be, those will be the final thoughts. You know what's funny? Um, I was watching it. It's I, I, forgot, I think it was Fight Hub, I believe. It was the one that... You had a live stream, right? Live stream. As soon as I clicked on the live stream, um, it was it was in the middle of it. Oh, shit. Okay. I was like, holy shit, is that Dimitri's? So I was able to, uh, to rewind, and I was like, holy shit. He, he fucking, I had a feeling he might not go, but he won't do it. I said, oh, he fucking did it. He literally went up to that press conference and told him, hey, what the fuck? Why, you and me, come on, let's go. So it's clear that he, he wants that fight. He feel, uh, Demetrius Andre feels confident that he can give him problems. He can beat him. But sadly, he's not going to get the fight. He's not. You don't think he is? I don't think he is. I think Canelo's going to be easily looking at me like, who are you? Who well, have you fought? Well, and you know, you got the Demetrius fan base going, well, he ducked him at 154. He ducked him at 160. He's ducking him at 168. What do you say to that? Uh, you know what? So far, it looked that way. Wasn't his goal to be the undisputed at 160? I, I'll get. I'll give you. I'll give people credit on that one. He did duck him at 160 because he held after he beat Danny Jacobs. He mm-hmm. held the WBC, WBA, IBF champ. He needed one more belt. Yep. And instead of fighting him, he moved up to light heavyweight. Exactly. I don't know about 154. I didn't hear nothing much about him at 154. They were both in the same division, but it was kind of like, okay, cool. This is like, he's a good young fighter for Canelo, but mm-hmm. Canelo's fighting guys like Trout, who have the name because of the Cotto fight. Yeah, yeah. Lara because of the Paul Williams fight. Mayweather. Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then he's moving up a midway fighting guys like Cotto, Khan, and fucking Triple G. Demetrius Andrews not really that money fight yet. And then... And then when Trip, and then when uh, Canelo moved up to middleweight, Demetrius moved up too. He got a strap, and then Canelo's always talking about, "I want to be in the speed. I want to be in the speed." For some apparent reason, and maybe because of Golden Boy or whatever the fuck ever, it never got, it never came through. Canelo's now a mid, super middleweight, and now he has all the belts. Like I just said in the on the show right now, if Demetrius Andre held the WBO super middleweight championship, <laughs> Saturday night would have been Andre. Yeah, Andre does uh, to uh, right now. He is not in Canelo's radar. Canelo is focused on Plant. That is who he's focused yep. on. Now I'm. I will sit here and say that I did say that Demetrius should keep on fighting, keep on winning. That the last two performances haven't really that been hasn't good. Been that good. Canelo's gone. Who have you fought? Who have you fought? And then who did you fight? Well, no, it's apparent the only reason he fought Sanders is not because he was the best super middleweight in the world. He <laughs> held the belt. Held the belt. It's obvious there, yep. Demetrius. It's obvious. Why are you fighting who you're fighting? Why is it that your promoter is giving the hype to Canelo? Canelo got the Billy Joe Sanders fight. Canelo got the Caleb Smith, the Caleb Smith fight. But you're fighting who? Yeah, who? Why why isn't your promoter trying to get the Triple G fight going? Why isn't your promoter trying to get the Mungia fight going? Why isn't your promoter working to get the Charlo out here or give you to the PBC to give you to Charlo? In that situation, you need to talk to your fucking promoter. That's true. You need to go talk to your promoter. The way he went about it, I don't think it was right. No, of course not. I don't think it was right. Uh, one last thing. It was thing. entertaining. But it yeah, was fucking entertaining. <laughs> what did you think Canelo versus verbal 
uh, clap back. <laughs> some people don't like it. Some people felt that, that some people don't. Somebody actually responded to that to the uh, post I I I put up just a couple hours ago. Some don't like it. That person said no. It doesn't. It, I think he said it just doesn't look good for his image. Um, I I think that um, you know what? It's I don't know. Kind of entertaining. I kind of like it. I don't have a problem with it. I guess I think that's pretty overall. I'm trying to say I don't have a much problem with it. I think it's for his American audience. I think they loved it. Yeah. I think for the old school, straight up like me- Mexican throwback fighters, like mm-hmm. the, the guys that look that like them because they, you know, oh, you know, it, it's the way it's como Chavez pelear con los mejores. They don't like that shit. They don't like that trash talking shit. No, they probably don't. That this this new generation, like the straight up like the Logan Paul type motherfuckers that watch, you know, those fights because mm-hmm. I don't, not not Logan Paul, but the new generation of fucking boxing fans, and especially the American base. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Oh hell yeah, dude! This is fucking right? <laughs> I think that I think he won some of the American fan base. He already had it, but I think he won even more. Even more. This shit went viral. It did. Oh fuck yeah! This shit went viral. There's already a meme to that. <laughs> so to me, it, it, to me, it, it kind of won over more fans for Canelo. It may have put a, a bad taste in some of the yeah. old, of the old school Canelo fans, old school boxing fans. But they'll get over that shit because as soon as they find out he's fighting in September, they'll get over it. They get over it. But it is what it is. Beery, good episode. Very good. Very good episode, very good breakdown, very good opinion opinions we had for this Saturday night's fight. We're gonna have an episode this Saturday. We're gonna this Thursday, mm-hmm. which we're doing the whole boxing stuff. We got a little, got a lot of boxing news, so we're gonna be covering that shit. We do um we do hope you guys enjoyed Monday Review, Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Sanders. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. on J and B Ray Boxing Podcast. Don't forget to follow B Ray on his Instagram page, B Ray89. You guys like wrestling, you guys like boxing, you guys like Big booty bitches and fuckery. <laughs> Be ready to nine your page to go. Um, other than that, thank you very much. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back this Thursday. Anything you want to add? No, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening again. I can't wait. I, I'm obviously this is probably our last one for now. You know, until we're until the next big, you know, big fight Monday. You know, Joshua Taylor will probably be the next. Big right. Fight. We do so, like a big fucking breakdown. Exactly. And get, and get, yeah. So dude. I can't wait for do this next time. Other than that. Peace out. Hey, get the fuck out of here because I'm I'm gonna fuck you out right now, motherfucker. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.